0: Hello and welcome to the 100th episode. Woohoo! Of the daily study of the way of mastery. I'm Jason Amoroso, your your guide and friend and I'm so excited. This is an awesome just little milestone just to celebrate. Let's celebrate the little milestones. Why not? We're going to keep going, right? There's we're in lesson 4. There's 35 lessons and we're we're in this for the long haul over several years, but let's celebrate. Uh, Lesson four, following the thread of desire, section two, desire is everything, and we're going to start with paragraph 14, where Jeshua continues, you have learned, therefore, to fear desire, because that fear is the effect of fearing yourself, and that is what cripples you. That is what cuts off the creative flow. That is what leads to everything your world knows as the multitude of psychological diseases, an unwillingness to trust oneself, an unwillingness to love one's self, and the belief that the desires that move up through your beingness are something evil and dark. Now, for some people, that might be true—that their desire—they've been taught that their desires that move up through their beingness are evil and dark. I don't consciously feel that way, maybe because I've been doing this work for a while and uh, it's been integrating, Um, but this idea I'm definitely open to, this idea of an unwillingness to trust oneself, to trust myself, an unwillingness to love myself. I get that, totally, and maybe, unconsciously there is a part of me that believes that the desires that come up from within me are dark or 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 something i should be afraid of maybe that's every time i procrastinate on my dreams or every time i resist taking an action towards my dream or following up with somebody like I, I'm delaying or doing things that go like against my best interests. Maybe there is a, a level of like believing that that desire will will be harmful in some way. Again, maybe if I if I shine too big, people that I love will won't be able to relate to me, or they'll judge me, or they'll reject me, and I don't want that. If I have uh in it, what I would say, outrageous. Material wealth that people will judge me, that I'll judge myself, that somehow I'll change into a different, greedy, selfish person, unrelatable to the common man. Maybe there are those those fears within my desires that I don't let them be fully expressed and they show up that way. I don't know. I'm throwing out ideas here. I'm throwing out things that I could imagine might be operating in my consciousness on some level. And jeshua says you've learned therefore to fear desire so we're unlearning that here yay thanks jeshua <laughs> because that fear of desire is the effect so the cause is fearing yourself so you fear yourself you fear your light Marion williamson it's not your darkness that that you're afraid of it's your light it's your power because that's that's a responsibility to be that powerful, to take that much ownership over your life. Like Jeshua has been saying from the beginning, nothing comes into your experience without you being the creator of it. So holy crap, look how powerful I am. I can create even the things that I say I don't want and all this un, you know, dis-ease and discomfort. That's how powerful I am. I can create it all. So I'm afraid of that. And that creates this fear of desire. And he says, this is what cuts off the creative flow is the fear. And that's what leads to everything in your world that the world knows as the multitude of psychological diseases, an unwillingness to trust one's self. If you can't trust yourself, if you don't trust yourself, if you don't know what yourself is, and not like, oh, the personality, the human being kind of self, but like the Christ self that, that Jeshua teaches, if you don't know that that's what you are and you identify with the ego – how can you trust yourself? The ego is not trustworthy. The ego is all about lack and separation and, and judgment and, and hating yourself and telling you how unworthy you are and how you're alone and how you lack. That's the nature of the ego. It's, and It's very loud in doing so and it's very prevalent in, in, in the world. So if that's what you think you are, how can you trust that? You can't. You can't trust yourself if that's the self you're identifying with so no wonder if so many people are fudged up and i can relate i i do that too right like that's the that's part of this human experience we can all relate to this we're over being overly identified with the ego and an unwillingness to love yourself you're not worthy of love don't love yourself who are you to love yourself who are you to be happy don't be that happy who are you to be successful or wealthy or in love who are you to like make it while all these other – who are you to be wealthy when all these other people are poor? You're not better than them. Who are you to be successful when all these other people are struggling? What makes you so special? Right? That's the voice of the ego. I know that. I've heard that. I've bought into that. It cuts off the creative flow and it creates the magnitude of psychological diseases and the belief that the desires that move up through your beingness are somehow evil or dark or fearful or will harm you. Jeshua continues in paragraph 15. You think that if only you could stamp them out of your being, your desires, you could remain in control and everybody would like you because you would conform to the smallness and the littleness that is worshipped in human consciousness. Mic drop. I got to read that again. You think that if only you could stamp them out of your being. You could remain in control and everybody would like you because you would conform to the smallness and the littleness that is worshipped in human consciousness. Amen. And maybe you don't consciously believe that, but on some level, all of us have bought into that. That if we could get rid of our desires to be big, that we could get rid of our desires to be wealthy, that we could be, get rid of our desires to be at peace or to be useful or to be follow our heart or to stand out and speak our truth and like what we like. That if we could just get them out of our being, we could be in control and be liked, not be rejected, not be cast out. Conform, stay small to the littleness that is worshipped in human consciousness. Yes. And as we mentioned in a previous episode one or two back, there are the way showers. There are the rebels. Like Jeshua was a big time rebel in his time. Are you kidding me? Enemy of the state. (laughs) He was an enemy of the state. He was a terrorist of ideas and love. He was not conforming. There are people, there are beings, there are kind of more and more people are waking up to this truth. Despite what you would think if you watch the news and you kind of just drop into the matrix of the rat race, of the ego, of the external, of the get, 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 and the go, 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 and stay small while you do it, There are people who are rising up and the way showers and the lighthouses and they're expanders for all of us. And Jeshua continues in paragraph 16, understand well the next axiom we give you. The only relationship that holds any value at all is your relationship with God, your creative source, the depth of the ocean. The only relationship that holds any value at all not the one with your partner. I've been married for 26, well, not married. I've been with more for 26 years. I've been with her for lifetimes for sure. But like the one that holds the value is not my relationship with my wife or my kids or my job or my family or my friends or the world. It's the relationship with God, my creative source, the depth of the ocean. And because of Jeshua, i just happen to know that all of those things i just named are expressions of that divine creative source so when i am in relationship with my wife i am in relationship with the divine expressed as her when i'm in relationship with my kids i am in relationship with god the depth of the ocean expressed as these waves one with right it's so that's a different level of consciousness and I always, my, I'm always seek first the kingdom of God, seek first love, seek first the divine within, as within, as without. And so Jeshua, last paragraph says, right away, the mind says, but what about my mate? What about my parents? What about my children? What about the president of the United States? What about the postmaster? You will come up with a million examples of relationships that surely have great importance. And so, sorry, I just kind of gave all those examples without really reading the next paragraph. But there you go. That's what our mind says. Well, how can, you know, the only relationship that holds any value at all is your relationship with God. And, yeah, our mind says, well, what about my wife? Oh, my gosh. What about my kids? Come on, my kids, my parents, the president of the United States, the postmaster. Joshua is having a little bit of fun with us. You'll come up with a million examples of relationships that surely have great importance. But I got to continue. Sorry, I got to continue. Last paragraph, 18. Jeshua says, the only one that holds value is your relationship with God. For when that is in alignment, all of your creations, your choices for relationships, and how you will be within them will flow effortlessly from that alignment Therefore, seek first the kingdom and all these things will be added unto you. Do not try to create a rose by starting with the petals, but nourish the roots and the flower must blossom. So I guess I've read and studied this so much that I'm just like, it's just in my, you know, I'm saying all these things and then we're reading what Jeshua is saying, which is the only one that holds value is your relationship with God. The only one that's in italics for then. For when that is in alignment, when you're in in alignment with your relationship with your source, all of your creations, which is everything you experience, your family, your wife, your kids, your job, your role in community, what you do when you go out to the grocery store, those are your creations. Your choices for relationships, who you will tolerate, who you want to be in relationship, who you don't want to be in relationship. And by the way, your coworkers that you're like, you can't choose your coworkers, but they're part of your life. You chose them on some level. Same with your in-laws. Right? Your choices for relationships and how you will be within them will flow effortlessly from your alignment with God consciousness, with your connection with source. Therefore, seek first the kingdom and all these things will be added unto you. They are the fruit that is born of the seeds of love, of, of knowing and staying connected to and living in the Christ consciousness. He says, you can't create a rose by starting with the petals. you got to start with the roots. And I would even say the seeds. Let's go to the seeds. And then the flower must blossom. The fruit must blossom. If you plant seeds of love, it will only blossom and create the fruits of love in your life, whatever the form may be. And so many of us, myself included, again, I'm, I'm included in all these. So if we plant seeds of fear, if we create things, if we make choices out of fear, And fear could be like, well, I got to, again, kind of using the job analogy, like I got to choose a job that's stable and secure because that's what people, responsible people do. That's what my parents did. That's what normal people do. But you're really afraid to step out and do what brings you alive. If you're creating seeds of fear, it it will bear fruit of fear and suffering and constriction. But the good news is Jeshua's message, you can make a new choice in any moment and start planting new seeds in any moment. The seed, the tomorrows are planted, are the effects of the seeds of today. So the only value is your relationship with God, your creative source, and everything else stems from that. All right, 100th episode, wrapped up. Love you guys. Uh, if you get value from this work, thank you for being here. I acknowledge you for making this Commitment. If you're jumping in at random and you're like, "This is a weird episode," you probably don't have any context for everything else. I would encourage you to drop in at the introduction and start from the beginning. Like, subscribe, share, uh, give good reviews. I guess that helps the podcast get noticed. um Send me an email, hello at Revelation Breathwork. Even if it's like, "Hey man, congrats on the 100." I'm I'm here. Or I can't believe you made it to 100. (laughs) Uh, This podcast stinks. I don't care. Just let me know that you're out there. Um, Love you guys. And uh, we'll see you at 101 tomorrow. All right.